Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 158 of your favourite Formula 1 show. Yes, Knowing Wheel returns once again as we slowly but surely march towards the start of a new Formula 1 season. We've already been asked about it. No, we, we have no reference or kind of under the umbrella or any relationship with wheel knowledge. They've just nabbed our name, and we're going to have to preview and mention that every single episode we do now for the rest of time. But of course, someone that I do have a working relationship with, of course, as always, is Jamie183. How are we doing, my guy? Just about a working relationship. It's, it's on its last legs, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm doing well. That was, of course, a joke for legal reasons. And yes, it's going very well. Uh, we're almost almost there. This month, we see cars on the track which is phenomenal. Yeah, only, only what, just over two weeks away now, isn't it? Winter testing begins, which mm. I'm very much looking forward to. We, we still don't know, actually, uh, if winter testing is going to be live-streamed or not anywhere, like on Sky or anything like that. Well, probably. What else have they got to show? Well, it hasn't for the last couple of years when they've had nothing else to show. I suppose. You never know with these broadcasters, do you? <laughs> Pesky broadcasters uh, getting in our way. We'll, we'll fly out there and do a live show. If yes, this can... if this video gets <laughs> ten thousand likes, we'll, we'll fly out to Bahrain for three days and give you all a live show. <laughs> if you're paying for it, I'll come. <laughs> I, I would. If if we got ten thousand views, I would pay for that. Uh, Done deal. But Done deal. yeah, I mean, it, it kind of feels like, doesn't it, at the moment? Obviously, we we where we did that extra episode last week. Obviously, talking about Hamilton and his new Ferrari deal. We've kind of only really got half a week's worth of news. Uh, and in the winter, half a week's worth of news is very little news in a full week. Um, so, obviously, we've started to get some of the official 2024 livery uh, and car reveals. Obviously, McLaren kind of threw theirs out early. Um, so, we, we mentioned that in last week's show. But we have got two to go over, haven't we, Jamie? Because Indeed. although this video will go out afterwards... Um, we're recording this before Stake have done their reveal. Yes, so we've got the Haas and the Williams, um, which I think the Haas came out on Friday, uh, kind of obviously drowned in the news of Hamilton, uh, as will everything for the next few weeks. And then uh, the Williams just came out today as we're recording this, so we've got that to go over too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Haas, obviously, first of all, I mean, neither car from what I believe is actually uh, the 2024 car. The days of showing your car, apparently, now uh, are long behind us. Um, but, obviously, yeah, Haas did their reveal. I don't know if you watched the live stream, Jamie, but it was hilarious. I didn't. Uh, so, they, they did, obviously, like, their fancy-dancy countdown. Um, you know, started at two minutes, got down to started getting quite slow towards the end for some reason. Uh, oh, it got like the car then, isn't it? Really? Well, exactly, it got to zero, and the stream ended because clearly they hadn't put the actual announcement video onto the end of the countdown video. Um, so it funny. got to zero and That's just very stopped. Funny. <laughs> it was hilarious to react to uh, on the stream. You know, first first reveal, everything like that. We were counting it down, and then it just <laughs> ended. Which that was not jokes. ideal. Uh, that being said, though, I quite like the livery, especially from yeah. the front, which is good when it's going to be in everyone else's mirrors for the entire year. Indeed, indeed. I, I think from the side profile, it's fairly similar to last year's Haas. Mm, but yeah. from the front, yeah, the whole nose area being uh, the, the the black like carbon, no paint on it now. I, I like it a lot. I think it looks really good. Uh, it's just a shame 
we'll only ever see it when it's getting lapped. Um, yeah, or maybe at the end of Q1 when Hulk's trying to drag it to 15th place on the grid. Uh, yeah, I have low expectations, as you might be able to tell, for Haas this season, but at least they've got a good car. Good-looking car, not a good car. No, and I mean, yeah, it's kind of Kamatsu, hasn't he, has come out and saying as well, they think they're really going to be, you know, off the pace at the start of the year. I've seen a lot of people going, oh, you know, they're not going to make the 107% rule. There's no chance that happens. You know, they, no. if, if that was going to be the case, they'd just short with last year's car. Um, I, don't, I don't believe Haas could mess it up that badly. Uh, but it might just be that, say, they're half a second slower um, than everyone else or something like that. However, you know, it, it seems like they've kind of said, yeah, we might be a bit off the pace at the start of the year, but we have got a plan that's going to bring us back into the fight. You know, that fight is probably still with your other backmarker teams, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll kind of wait and see as to, you know, how that pans out. Um, I was thinking about this, though. Haas, I'd argue the only bad livery they've ever done was the Rich Energy one. I think every other livery they've done has actually been pretty good. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Um, they found something that worked all right. I guess the 2016 one looking back was fairly boring i want to say <laughs> but it was solid and then they've just got it they kind of nailed what they want to do with it now which is like the black white and red it just works it's very traditional colors isn't it for a livery uh and yeah other than the the, the brown year where they were kind of forced into that by um whatever his name is what, what is william the story guy? that's the guy the big um, guy yeah I, i've tried not to remember him much in my my regular life um yeah he other than that year they have been pretty solid every year yeah no i think that's that's a fair assessment isn't it of course you know uh komatsu's comments have really made everyone go well we we could have had andretti then because uh, clearly one of your current teams isn't actually competitive anymore mm-hmm. in the sport which is not great i mean let's be fair the hamilton news just came out perfectly for Formula, Formula, One. <laughs> Formula One themselves didn't they? i know we said this last i wonder week. if they planned obviously they would have known slightly earlier that hamilton was uh, going to announce it. I wonder if they reshuffled the announcement of Andretti to be on the same day so it got drowned. <laughs> well, it was the night before, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you you wonder, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll get our tinfoils hat on for just a second. You wonder if it was them that were kind of leaking it out to other people as well, mm. you know, that you get kind of talking here, there, and everywhere. You know, whether that was Formula One. Oh, no, we accidentally sent this email to the wrong place. <laughs> oh, Andretti, yeah, that's forgotten about. Um, yeah, it's quite helpful for them. Uh, we, we do have yeah. a bit of an update, though, about Andretti, don't we? Because apparently they are going to be taking legal action uh, because allegedly Formula One also, it kind of got missed out in all the public announcement, um, but allegedly Formula One also invited Andretti to one-on-one talks that they said Andretti didn't show up to, and Andretti turned around going, when on earth did we get this invite? <laughs> I got lost in the post, maybe. Yeah. But- yeah, I see that Andretti is still going to continue their preparation as if they're going to start in 26, which is quite interesting. Or 20, Was it 25, sorry? Well, this, um, was the, this was the next thing I yeah. was going to mention. Obviously, they were always planning for 2026. Formula mm. 1 then kind of made it out like they wouldn't be ready for 2025. Um, and it's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> that, that was never um, the plan. Yeah, so it's cool to see they're not giving up on it. And like, as as hard a wall as this seems to be, there's always a chance. So... If Bernie Eccleston could just come back and promise them a cost cap that's even lower than now, that'd be well, great. Well, that doesn't matter, does it? This no, it doesn't even matter. This is a completely separate issue at the moment. I mean, does this then 
theoretically, potentially, open up an avenue in which, obviously, they'll they'll get access to the rules because the rules are publicly available uh, when they release. What stops down the line Andretti spending three, four hundred million quid a year before they get accepted and just build yeah. an absolute rocket ship? Well, you know what Williams are complaining about at the minute is they can't do their facilities because of the budget the, cap. Because of the budget cap. Yeah. So why, like Williams, could theoretically? I don't think this will happen, but there's a loophole where they could say, right, we're quitting yeah. for a year. Two We're going to drop yeah. a billion pounds on our facilities. <laughs> I don't think and they've then, got that much money, but I then, love and the then idea. Let us, and then please let us back in because we're Williams and then we're going to be sweet. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, I don't think that would happen and it would be very legally difficult to try and quit the Concord Agreement you've signed up to. But yeah, why not? Why not? And Andretti could come in with mega facilities now and just be uh, right at the front straight away. Formula One and all the teams should have let them in sooner rather than later. It might end up. Yeah. I'm sure there is actually some kind of stipulations surrounding it. Um, but yeah, you never know. I mean, yeah, what stops you there for? I mean, we're really going down a rabbit hole here, aren't we? But I remember, was it Panthera or something as well last year that was yeah. like an Asian back team that wanted to start? I mean, what stops you theoretically in what is probably on a global scale considered a lower kind of less i'm trying to think of the right word less high profile lower profile kind of entry what stops mm. them even if formula one did like budget checks on them spending 130 million pound 10 times over and then just only submitting the 130 million quid that went to the right car <laughs> oh we accidentally <laughs> nailed the regulations that Who would knew? be uh, only slight fraudulent behavior and they might end up in prison, but apart from that, no, it'd be but great. But how would they end up in prison? It's not a legal thing. I guess they don't, thing. they don't have to do the budget cap until... No, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. If they yeah. set up 10 separate teams, that all that each yeah. then spent 130 million quid. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the FA might cut onto that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> when Panthera come and dominate the sport. Yeah. I, I just want to see this. I mean, we, we ranted about this too much last week, didn't we? But I would just love to see this come back and bite them bite them hard if Andretti did end up you know I don't want to see Andretti dominate for a decade or something like that um, but just come in and sweep it or something like that um, Williams though Jamie we'll, we'll try and get back on track Yes, Williams livery got dropped literally two hours before we're recording this for once, I'm a bit disappointed yeah, yeah it's a bit mid isn't it it's, it's just it's not different enough I don't think from last year's livery because they I'm, tried to yeah. be different and it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't hit. Doesn't doesn't hit the spot quite. No, I. I'll be honest. It, like you said, it's. It doesn't feel very different to last year's livery. But in my mind, everything pretty much about it is worse. It's just not <laughs> yeah. as good as last yeah, year's. Yeah, I just. Livery. I prefer last year's for sure. Um, yeah, it's just the mismatch of sponsor colours as well. You've just got all the sorts going on on there. And I've just. I've just noticed something that annoys you is that the, the back of the rear wing being purple when the rest of the car's blue is horrible. Well, that's because um, of Kraken. Yeah, exactly. So just hold your sponsorships to account and be like, can we change your colours a bit? And that, you know, it wouldn't happen, but there you go. Uh, yeah, the, the the driver overalls are really nice. Yes. So when you play in the F1 game as a Williams and you win online, that will look great. Yeah. But uh, it, it's, not a, it's not a bad looking car. It's just, it's just all right. It's not great. <laughs> I don't know what how I could put a finger on it quite, but it's 
yeah. I, th- I think the other big problem is as well, unfortunately, is I was talking about this on when I was doing a live stream reaction to it. We were trying to think about, I reckon in the last 20 years, the only truly bad Williams livery was 2019. Like, Williams normally do a pretty mm. good job with the livery. The red one was interesting. Was that in the last 20 years? No, no that was, was the late 90s. Yeah, I'm old. And even that. they were that was bad. 20 years ago. Yeah, even they weren't bad. <laughs> I would say. They weren't Williams, but they weren't bad by any mm. stretch. Yeah, they're quite iconic now, really, aren't they? But the, the 2019 toothpaste one was awful. But the one yeah. they had before that, was it the Rocket Williams at the start no. of the year, which never no. got ran? that was 2020. Oh, that was 2020, wasn't it? That was not great in my mind. Everyone loved that, but I didn't think it was that great either. Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't. The one they ended up running in 2020 was, was much better. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, it's a good job they never. Well, they barely even did preseason testing before COVID, did they? Because they had turned up three days late. But and then didn't yeah. have the right wings on the car, wasn't it? And then Paddy <laughs> Paddy Lowe signed up, got there, and went right. I'm leaving. Yeah, uh, this is awful. Is Get not me out. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I. It's all right. It's it's maybe a five out of ten. Yeah, I I think <laughs> I've given it a five out of ten. It's not a bad livery, but it's bad by Williams standards, which is a shame. Because they're doing yeah, a lot of other things right at the moment. Yeah. And at the end of the day, liveries don't really matter. No. <laughs> I don't want to don't want to burst everyone's bubble, but it's true. No, I'm going to interject there then, Jamie, with okay. your quiz. Oh, no. it, it's not related to Williams. I was actually more thinking about the Red Williams that you referenced there a second ago. Okay. So the Red Williams debuted in the Australian Grand Prix. I Have believe... I accidentally given you a elite segue you kind of i'm, I'm trying to really wow. stretch it still okay uh basically so yeah the, the debuted back at the australian grand prix in 1997 if i'm not mistaken yeah uh albert park as well is apparently going to be lewis hamilton's first ever race for ferrari i saw that yeah they're the first race of the season back in the or back as the first race of the season from 20, 2025 25 yeah um nice. i i think you know where this question is going is it Melbourne Grand Prix winners? It is. You've got to oh, tell no. me from last year, going backwards, how far can you go? <laughs> <laughs> I These love answers. doing this. Oh. The thing is, I always get to the uh, what do I don't want to speak the to end. Yeah. I should get to the early two thousands. I should get to around the time I was born. Uh, yeah, you're right. normally pretty good with these. Uh, so I'll give you a hint 20, as well. Twenty three. Bugatti had a. Four-year streak here between 1929 and 1932. Oh, thank that you. was at Phillip Island. All right, so I'm just in. I don't matter. It's been Melbourne for longer than I will go. <laughs> oh, probably yeah. So 2023 yep. was Max Verstappen. Yep, the worst end to a Formula One Grand Prix in quite a while since tragic. Abu Dhabi 2021. Hulkenberg should have been on the podium that race, by the way. And uh, it says how bad it was, but I fully agree with you. <laughs> 2022. Uh, Verstappen DNF'd. It was Charlie Leclerc, I believe. Yep, he's only ever Grand Slam, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 2021, I, was there a race? I don't think no, there was a race. No, it was not a race. I'm assuming, what, well, 2020 was where it all kicked off, wasn't it? So, there was, there was so it's there. hilarious when you look on uh, Wikipedia. The 2021 race is not held due to COVID, like every other race in 2021. Yeah. The 2020 race is cancelled due to yeah, COVID. Yeah, because they were there. They were there and it all kicked off, didn't it? Yep. Um, 
2019 was Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas. Uh, right. He told everyone to f off after. He did. <laughs> um, 2018. <sighs> yes, it was Sebastian Vettel. I was like, it was. Yep. 2017 was also Sebastian Vettel, and it everyone was. got gassed. And it's like, this is the year Mercedes aren't going to win it. Uh, Even 20... though Hamilton took pole by like eight tenths. Yeah, no, that he was, was seven tenths up yeah. in sector one. <laughs> Uh, 2016, Nico Rosberg Correct. won the race because uh, Hamilton got stuck behind Verstappen in a Toro Rosso and started crying about it. Uh, 2015, Lewis Hamilton. Correct. 2014, Nico Rosberg because Correct. Hamilton DNF'd on lap three or something. Yep. 2013, Kimi Raikkonen in Correct. the Lotus. 2012, uh, Jensen Button. Correct. 2011, Seb Vettel. 2010, Correct. Button. 2009, Button. Yep. 2008, Wasn't Lewis Button, Hamilton. Sorry, just to interject there, okay. sorry, I'll give you a few seconds to think. Wasn't Button, when he won in 9 in 10, like the first driver ever to win the Australian Grand Prix back-to-back for different teams? Probably, yeah. Yeah, very impressive stuff. Uh, 08 was Hamilton, because Nick Heidfeld and Rosberg were on the podium with him, and they actually got on back then. And Seb uh, <laughs> Vettel gave... No, that was nine, wasn't it? Seb gave... Kubica. Kubica the Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where was I? 07. Uh, it was, I think it was Kimi Raikkonen in the front. It was, correct. Because both McLaren's on the podium. Hamilton binned Alonso around the outside and he had turned one. Until one, one is debut race. Grand Prix. 06. better ever since. 06 was a Ferrari double DNF. And it wasn't Fisichella, so it must have been Alonso. It was Alonso. Oh five. This is where I start struggling. Uh, <laughs> I think. Wait, I swear, Fizzy won the first race of the season once because <laughs> he was leading the championship. I'll go Fisichella. Correct. Oh, I was going to say go. if you didn't get that one, yeah. <laughs> as yeah, one of three four wins, Fisichella fans one. in the world. <laughs> Was it three or was it two? Three, got three it, wins. Three yeah. wins in his career. Uh, oh four. Right. This is just Ferrari FC now, isn't it? I'm just, <laughs> I have no clue, honestly, from here on. But oh four would have been Schumacher. Correct. Because he won like the first ten races, I think, didn't he? Well, from, yeah, like, twelve, like eleven of the first twelve. In a row, twelve of the first Marco. thirteen. Yeah. Oh three. Probably wasn't Schumacher because Ferrari started woefully. This is the one where Ralph Schumacher went in the air, wasn't it, at turn one? No. No, that was 0-2. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't Raikkonen because he only won one race. It wasn't Alonso because he only won one race. It's probably either Montoya or Schumacher. I would go Michael Schumacher to play it safe. Incorrect. Oh, there we go. Who was it? DC. It was. It's always. DC. I always get Coulthard wrong. <laughs> you, so. You're just adamant. David Coulthard has never won a Grand Prix in his life. Yeah, it's so funny. He did win quite a lot. I just forget. <laughs> I believe that might have actually been his last Grand Prix. He might have won a couple more races in 03. 03 sounds late for Coulthard to be winning. He was more like around 2000, wasn't he? Well, it's not that late in the grand scheme of things. I guess. I guess. David Coulthard. Some say he has a massive chin. 
Yeah, and that's uh, because he. That's because he does. Because it's David Coulter. <laughs> right. I'm gonna check. When was it? I've. You need to stop asking me about races that Coulter has won. Because if you do, I'm just gonna get it wrong every time. You are. It's hilarious. That was his last win. Was. It was his last. Yeah, because he came from tenth on the grid, I believe. Wow. One of the lowest go. ever down positions to win the Australian Grand Prix. Eleventh, eleventh on the grid. Eleventh on Reikonen the grid. was sorry, third yeah. from the pit lane. Wow. Yeah. And McLaren must have been well OP. It was at the start of the year. Just <laughs> very you know, like every other McLaren in the early two thousands just blew up constantly. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, you did pretty well there, Jamie. You did admirably. You. you got back twenty years. It's just but... David Coulthard is my enigma in these. <laughs> <laughs> David Coulthard is forever your enemy in this yeah. series. Uh, unfortunately. I've just gone down to the next point on our topic. It's it's fairly hot off the press, isn't it? And we don't quite know all the details just yet. Uh, but Christian Horner is allegedly under an internal investigation within the Red Bull organization for workplace misconduct, as far as we know. Mm. Yes. So we probably, with these kind of things, we don't often find out many details for about like months, genuinely. So. Yeah, there's not. A, I don't think there's much news to be said, really. It's probably... You'd assume if it was really bad, they'd have suspended him, which they haven't. He's going to continue working. Well, so, he's the only person that's ever done the job there, isn't he? Yeah, only person who's ever been rebel team principal. He's the oldest... Not the oldest. The longest-serving team principal. Um, Horner's denied the accusations. There's not a lot really to say. We have no details. Well, yeah, uh, we, don't, we don't quite know what's gone on just yet, but I yeah. think... The, the the other thing to mention, of course, is always that, you know, unless it's really bad, let's not forget which team still hides helmet Marco every year, <laughs> despite the things he yeah. comes out with all the time. That's the kind of thing I think it'll probably kind of rumble away and go away after a few months, because if it was bad enough to get him sacked, or get like they had no choice but to sack him, he would have got suspended straight away, which hasn't happened. If it And it's not bad enough, therefore it'll probably just just go away eventually because they still hire Helmet Marco who's on record like a quite, quite open about yeah. it his, his idea of what to do with the Americas which we, we won't go into no. uh, in, in today's video but you know it might potentially knock Red Bull off kilter slightly yeah it won't be pleasant for him because there'll no. be a lot of bad press obviously and that, you never know it might get to him because uh, yeah. not a lot it seems to but this probably will have you heard about Ferrari, apparently, you know, we, we Hamilton, I'm sure there'll be something to talk about Lewis Hamilton in every podcast this year oh, yeah. and his move to Ferrari. Have you heard, apparently, Ferrari are willing to basically bring on any member of staff that Lewis wants? Well, I'm not surprised. It's, <laughs> it does feel like, uh, you know, if if the best football player in the world signs for a new team, they're going to do anything they can to make them settle well. So, yeah. And Ferrari, as we've said, they don't include the employ like, wages and signing on fees as part of the budget cap. So don't they? they've. I don't well, it's, I think, I think it's, like, it's a top three. It's a top three, isn't salaries. it? Yeah, you and you'd assume, include... you'd assume that Lewis. Uh, sorry, it's, no, it doesn't include driver salaries. It's top three staff, isn't it? Apart from top three personnel plus drivers. Okay. So, like. Ferrari have so much surplus to spend because three years ago they were spending hundreds of millions a year and now they're limited to whatever it is, 140. So this money hasn't just disappeared. They're going to reinvest it and obviously they have done in Hamilton and they will do in anyone he wants. 
so it's a it's a good time to be Lewis Hamilton, you'd presume, because he's going to take all his favorite engineers. He can take back the engineers that they gave to Rosberg in 2016. He can, yeah. So. <laughs> the other thing I thought about this as well, Jamie, about the budget cap that might have helped Hamilton and Ferrari pull a blinder in all of this is, of course, obviously, if every team is limited to how much money they can spend on, you know, personnel and all this, that and the other, surely you would have thought wages, you know, job offers from other teams are going to therefore be, you know, it's not like, say, a Red Bull or a Mercedes or a Ferrari can pay you 50% more than you would at Haas or at Williams or something mm. like that anymore. Surely there's got to be a small element from a few people of, say, five years ago, you you had exactly the same offer from Mercedes or Ferrari. You're sorry, not Mercedes, say Williams and Ferrari. And Ferrari were willing to offer to pay you twenty grand more a year, but you thought, eh, I, I don't really want to move. I don't want to do all this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Now, because obviously we we know that most of Formula One obviously is still based in the UK. You know, obviously a lot of the teams. You know, it's why it works quite well. Of course, is that you know personnel can move from team to team. Yeah, without and to don't even have to move life. house that kind yeah. of thing. Surely, there's a bit of a situation now for a few people where for Ferrari. You've kind of got the option to pay someone exactly the same as another team could, but you're Ferrari. And there's yeah. probably a lot of personnel now that are going, well, hang on a minute, I'll relocate to Italy for three years, enjoy some mm. time in the sun, you know, work for the arguably greatest team in the world. I'm sure I'm going to get most some hate historical. for that. Oh, easily, <laughs> yeah, the team with the most history, and, you know, on paper, the most successful Formula One team of all time. Mm-hmm. Ferrari kind of because of the budget cap have been able to lean on their prestige maybe more than they were from their endless pit of money yeah yeah because the wages are now going to be similar aren't they so yeah it's a curious one and I feel like the allure of working with Lewis Hamilton will attract people as well as the allure of working for Ferrari um, I want to yeah. see Adrian Newey going That's I want to see Bono I, I can't imagine Lewis well Bono apparently yeah he's He's well. He was he was somewhere with Christian and Jerry Horner, wasn't he? This weekend watching some horse racing or something boring. Wow. Um, but he could could end up going with Lewis as well. But it is very very. And I mean, this is going to be one, isn't it? That's going to sort of slowly but surely play out all year long. And it might end up be something we kind of look back at a couple of years ago, and you know, you can see where all the groundwork was coming in. You know, as to how they end up in a position where Lewis wins his eighth. Come on, I believe. <laughs> Um, speaking go. of the team though that might be that Ferrari might be poaching a lot from, Toto Wolf has spoke about you. You claimed against it last week, Jamie. I <laughs> I do genuinely believe it might happen. Kimi Antonelli could end up in the Mercedes in twenty twenty five. I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna die on this hill. It won't happen for twenty twenty five. Even when he's got a contract, chance. you don't think it'll happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is, is quote, it still Hulkenberg going? Uh, no, it's anyone but Antonelli at this point, uh, just to prove myself right. The the quote was not about Antonelli. The quote was, uh, we as a team, as in Mercedes, have the opportunity to do something bold, uh, which could mean anything. It probably doesn't. It could doesn't. be quit. <laughs> it could be quit. It could be just run one car. It could be bring back Nico <laughs> Rosberg. It, like, it could be Alonso. <laughs> the thing it probably isn't, for me with that is we don't do the easy option and sign science and we don't do the easy option and sign Esteban Ocon which is good news because they're both boring uh, yeah 
something spicy might happen, and I hope it does. Get Alonso in that car for two uh, years. I don't Title number see three. a world in which go. Mercedes signed Fernando Alonso. Neither do yes, I. Some Neither of that is personal I. hate. But people going, oh, you know, well, funnily enough, actually, I saw a video coming from, I don't know, maybe a channel that stole our name, literally made a video about this today, going, Fernando Alonso is the perfect driver for Mercedes. And if you think that is wheel knowledge, you are a moron. Alonso kills Formula One teams. Like, he ruins them. He makes them self-destruct. It pretty, it make like, Alpine has imploded in on itself. Aston Martin is slowly in... I think it's going into a state of implosion over the course of the next 12 months. You know, McLaren Honda. Well, they got better when Alonso left. He basically <laughs> kills teams and they get better when he leaves again. I don't see a world in which Merck go... Because let's be fair as well. Like, George Russell would try to do some PR thing and Fernando would, Alonso would just be behind him going... Saying Spanish <laughs> swear words and yeah. rustling his well, feathers. Alonso's burnt his bridges with Ferrari. He's burnt his bridges with McLaren twice. Yeah. He's burnt his bridges with Alpine slash Renault twice. Well, he didn't build, burn them first. Actually, time, he only probably. burnt them once with Renault. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or Alpine, really. But yeah. Yes, and he's he's doing all right. Aston Martin. They don't hate him yet, but give it another year, then perhaps. Is it time <laughs> to burn the bridges with Mercedes? I don't think... Well, there's no bridges there to be burnt, is there, really? Alonso's no. probably walked up, you know, if this was like a moat or something, gone, ha-ha, Mercedes. Oh, there's no bridge. That's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, time to make a bridge. Do ah, a couple okay. years, wait for Antonelli, and then burn it. Fair enough. Fair I enough. would love to see Alonso there. I would also love to see Hulkenberg there. And I know you're going to laugh, but genuinely, it makes sense. Ah, uh, it makes more sense than Alonso. I mean, we said this last week, didn't we? It sounds like such a ridiculous move, but we said that for years about Hamilton going to Ferrari. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hulk will be—he's such a safe pair of hands. It's ridiculous. So yeah, unless you, you take him to well? Brazil in the wet, uh, take him anywhere in, within sniffing distance of a podium, perhaps. He'll bottle it. Uh, did you see? I don't know if it's. If, I don't. I hope it's not true, and I don't think it is true. Uh, Apparently, Albon's got a contract for Red Bull for 25. What, what do you think? I saw it. It was hilarious. Because I saw this and thought, oh, okay, interesting. And then read two simple words, Jamie, that made me think, well, this is clearly just a laugh, isn't it? And those two words were Peter and Windsor. Ah, he's, right. He's just, bless him. Like, I mean, we give him some stick, don't we? Because he's not a particularly good commentator anymore. But he's no. quite, I, I think he does need to be tested whether he's senile or not. Because every time he talks about something, no one else... The only the only reason why anyone believes it's real is because you get all those aggregate Twitter accounts that just repost yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of then going, oh, well, reports have come out from respected F1 journalists. You go, no, it's Peter Windsor. It's not happening. It's not real. And I hope for Alex's sake, I if I was in his boat, personally, unless they're willing to offer me a ridiculous amount of cash just to get bullied by a Dutch kid... I wouldn't be taking it either. I, I'm kind of in the mindset of Williams have clearly committed to building a team around you. Why go back to Red Bull and just be Max's number two again? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it is true, to be honest. I hope uh, it isn't. I hope it isn't. Yeah. Also, fresh off the press, 22 minutes ago, so since we oh. started recording this podcast. Okay. Uh, back to the the slightly less fun news that we were talking about earlier about Christian Horner. According to Motorsport Total, who I think are German, uh, Christian Horner is said to have been friendly, friendly advised to voluntarily resign as oh, team boss. Oh, really? So it, might, it might be bad. 
this could suddenly be a lot bigger than we initially thought then. But we'll have to wait and see. No more details. And yeah. No doubt as soon as he pressed stop recording, he'll have resigned. But uh, we guarantee we it. I mean, we, we basically should do a quick little reaction then, shouldn't we, Jamie? Um, <laughs> Just in case he does. <laughs> hot off the press, Christian Horner, during recording, has resigned from <laughs> Red Bull, Jamie, due to the ongoing allegations. I mean, whether they're true or not, this is not a good look, is it? No, it's not. It's not at all for him. And yeah, I, I worry... Well, I fear for the uh, if it was a victim or whatever he's done to somebody at, at Red Bull, then they should have a lot of people around them. I hope uh, they get the support that's that they deserve. Um, yeah, but we won't dwell on that. No, we we'll, we'll, we we might end up we're going to end up having to do two emergency shows in two weeks, potentially down not. the line. Um, it will just be late next Monday. <laughs> next Monday, last point of conversation, then Jamie. F1 Academy is now going to be giving out super license points. Yeah, which I think is good news uh, for the for the series because obviously, with the demise of W Series now, where F1 Academy sort of taken that space, it makes sense that they kind of fully integrate it into the uh, development into Formula One. Um, it's not many super license points. I think it's comparable to F3, isn't it? Or slightly like, fewer than F3. I'm um, trying to just find it again to make sure we've got all of our numbers correct. Uh, so here we yeah. go then. So F1 Academy, if you win it, gives you 10 points. You get 7, 5, 3, or 1. Okay. I think F3 is 10 if you win it, if I remember rightly. Uh, so... F3 is more than that, sir. F3 is 30. Oh, so it's really nothing like F3. Right. Um, yeah. I think it's good. I think... It's, it'll be a while someone's playing very loud music outside it'll be a while before I think we see a graduate from F1 Academy make it to F1 which is a shame but it's setting the trajectory isn't it it's all about trying to get the generation after the current one more yeah. prepared for Formula 1 which yeah. I think is only a good thing um, the, the more interesting thing I thought was the wild cards which sounds uh, yeah it sounds a bit uh, video gamey doesn't it <laughs> but I think it's quite a good idea where basically teams are being kind of encouraged to bring in special drivers for special races. So, for instance, if you're uh, racing in a country where there's a prominent female driver who isn't doesn't run the sport most of the time, they can bring them in as a wildcard entry for that week, which, which sounds like it could be quite interesting, um, especially in the countries where perhaps... <laughs> women's rights are not as prominent that could be a good thing I just hope it doesn't immediately get screwed over when say for example I, I don't know where W Series is hosting Grand Prix this year but let's just give a let's just say it's it's the British Grand Prix um, weekend and Yorkshire's finest Dave let's call her Dave as an example <laughs> Is making a wild card, wild card entry in Formula Academy, and then suddenly she's eight seconds off the pace of anyone else. It's true. I hope it's it true. is properly kind of background checked and everything to make sure it doesn't then look ridiculous when a wild card entry comes in and it's suddenly yeah. way slower. Yeah, yeah. It's always that thing with wild card entries, isn't it? They've got to be good enough. Um, I know in tennis, occasionally when you bring back like Andy Murray, who's been injured for four years, 
and he suddenly gets eliminated round one. It was kind of, well, that was pointless, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> but we shall see. I would quite like to see just a randomer off the street go up against any professional driver just to see how slow they are, because I think it would boost people's respect a lot for people well, in the Junior Series. They did this in the US. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but a US basketball player did this years ago. Um, where he was like pretty much consistently always the lowest rated player at the end of the season. Mm. Uh, and kind of obviously the logic was, yeah, I'm the 450, I'm, you know, I'm the worst player in the NBA. I'm the 400, I'm still the 450th best basketball player in the world. <laughs> if you think you've got a chance against me, come and have a game against me. Yeah. And he absolutely destroyed everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting. It's always that the thing with olympic sports isn't it they should just have some someone from the crowd just try and throw a shot put or throw oh absolutely I, you know i reckon it they would be hilarious. Do that at the olympics <laughs> they've got to get a randomer on to show you what just how skilled sports people do. are exactly exactly yeah although i would i would yeah. quite happily have a 1v1 against ragunathan just want to go on, just want to go on the record I uh, I want to see the wildcard entry for Zandvoort be uh, a young uh, unknown driver called Max Verstappen. That would be that, yeah, disgusting. That would be horrendous, but it's the sort of thing he would do. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, I think that's going to wrap us up, though, Jamie. We've had nothing else come through, have we? Through through the Twitter sphere. In the Not last that I of... can see. No. Nothing since Christian Hornergate. Um, no, no. Erling Haaland's starting for City tonight. So by the time this comes out, I'll be very disappointed that he blanked my captain on FPL. But there you go. That's what my Twitter looks like anyway. Um. Okay, <laughs> so just again, another quick update from the Christian Horner incident. Oh, no. So Eric V. Harren, who is a Dutch F1 journalist... Uh, who works for Telegraph. I don't know whether they're respected in the Netherlands or not. Um, but apparently, yeah, the the Christian Horner incident obviously is going on behind closed doors. Um, Red Bull itself's confirmed it to him and the also the ones who started the investigation, not Red Bull Racing. So it's the Red Bull company, not RBR. Um, the accusations, and I quote, are very serious and there is allegedly proof of said incidents. Right. So it could so, be curtains. Not, not good at all. Um, of course, you know we we won't comment too much on that uh, until we got, you know, obviously until we have a lot more information on it, and obviously we don't want to make accusations or assumptions in any which way. Um, but after all, all the highs of the last couple of weeks, that's a really, really disappointing note to end on, isn't it? Mm. Um, as well. But thank you all, as always, so much for listening. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure you drop us a follow, leave us a like, make sure you follow us on all the various social medias. Um, you might have noticed already that we're doing a lot more stuff, more content around as well, which we hope you guys are going to like. So, yeah, we'll be back very, very soon with more Knowing Wheel. <laughs>